Peace, light, and love, family, and welcome back to another episode here on the Overstanding Word Podcast. I wanted to bring you this particular episode as a video because we want to be able to show you some of the scripture as we're reading the scripture today. By now, you should have already listened to the first episode in this particular season. If you haven't done so, I highly encourage you to go ahead and listen to the reading of Jeremiah 6. It sets up perfectly the episode that we're going to bring you today. As mentioned, this is just a few days after recording and bringing you that particular episode. We want to make sure to continue to show you a little bit more of the journey that we're doing here in the scripture. Now, again, if you were able to grab some of the context from that very first episode of this particular season, you then have a good base, a good foundation of a little bit of what was taking place with the children of Israel at the time. So chapter seven continues that journey that Jeremiah the prophet during his four decades of time prophesied to the children. It continues the journey of what he was given by God as a word to speak to the people because of the things that they were doing, the deeds that were taking place. Now, again, we're going to apply this to a modern day context as well as we continue and we dive in today to Jeremiah 7. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for taking this journey with us here on a new season. This is only episode two in this new season so far. So we're taking this journey together uh, in faith, in light that this will be a great revelation for us. So let's go ahead and get that scripture for us. And as we look at the scripture here, we can see that um, there is going to be a lot taking place in the land. It talks about Jeremiah speaking at the temple. Now, again, a lot of people see the temple uh, or what we've historically reviewed as the temple as a sacred place, a safe haven for uh, the deeds, the actions and the things that that people commit in the land. Uh, you're going to see what really takes place here as we get ready to dive in to this particular chapter. Now, it starts with this, and this is what it says. Verse one, the Lord gave another message to Jeremiah. He said, go to the entrance of the Lord's temple and give this message to the people. Oh, Judah, listen to this message from the Lord. Listen to it. All of you who worship here, this is what the Lord of heaven's army, the God of Israel says. Now, notice that the previous chapter we were talking about Jerusalem. Now we're talking about Judah specifically, right? And we're talking about the temple. Let's continue. Even now, if you quit your evil ways, I will let you stay in your own land. But don't be fooled by these who those who promise you safety simply because the Lord's temple is here. They chant the Lord's temple is here. The Lord's temple is here. And see, that's how we become. Some of us even jump into, uh, you know, being holier than thou inside of a temple. But yet you sin in all throughout the week. Do it on one day, right? Where we go to the what they call the temple. But how many of you have you have went through to the real temple? How many of you went to the real temple and know that you are a temple? How many of you have examined yourself? See, this is a time to put a mirror of reflection up. We talked a little bit about this in some of the previous seasons. Again, I highly encourage you, if you have not listened to other seasons, you're just now picking up with this particular episode, go back and listen to some of the other seasons. Come along the journey with us as we continue to talk about 
application, walking in the word and walking and standing on what it means in the word. Not just reading it, not just reading the text, but actually applying it. Because we know that faith without works is dead, according to James 2. Faith without works is dead. So we're taking a journey. So take that journey with us. We invite you to come. Take the journey with us. But don't be fooled by those who promise you safety simply because the Lord's temple is here. They chant. <laughs> the Lord's temple is here. Lord's temple is here. But I will be merciful only if you stop your evil thoughts and deeds and start treating each other with justice. Now, have we given justice to one another in the land? Here we are, we're going to a temple to worship, right? A big building built out of stone, right? Uh, or, or, or wood, whatever, you, whatever material it's built out of, something that's built out of the earth, right? We go there and we so-called worship, right? But yet we treat people the way that we treat them. We don't see what is living in front of us as a man or a woman, living, breathing, standing on the land, as precious in the sight and likeness of their creator, no matter how he created them. We know that he created created each one of us different and unique, but yet we don't honor each other when we see each other. We don't respect one another when we see each other. That's because we followed after the ways of the nations around us. We got soaked up by what the enemy was doing. The scriptures confirm that the enemy deceived what? The whole world, not part of it, not half of it, not three quarters, not a fraction of it, not the, of the whole world. Well, how do they do it? Through coming through all these different veins, these different methods. We talked a little bit about the news, right? North, east, west, and south, right? It's, if you look at it, the different directions that they spin your emotions, right? Oh, and this is referring specifically to the temple. Justice. We must restore justice in the land. That must be become a principle that we give to all men because we are to operate under a law of peace if we are under our creator and not under the creation. But what did they create? They created religion. They created government. They created corporations. Those things were supposed to be there for the benefit of the people, not for to exploit the people. Now, let's continue our journey here. Verse six says, only if you stop exploiting foreigners, orphans, and widows. Only if you stop your murdering. Oh my goodness. Are these things not applicable today? Think about this. What are we doing at the border of the, quote, United States right now? What are we doing at, at our border, especially the southern border? What are we doing with the orphans? Our system is filled with orphans, but nowhere for them to go. No homes, no men and women that will take them on. But why is that? Because everyone is turned to their own selfish ways. Murdering. When we talk about murder, what is this? Uh, a mass shooting, you know, several a day as the news media reports it. So think about what's going on. And it says, only if you stop harming yourselves by worshiping idols, then I will let you stay in the land that I gave to your ancestors to keep forever. Don't be fooled into thinking that you will never suffer because the temple is here. It's a lie. See, we flee to the building for refuge, right? Thinking that the building is where God resides. He's not a God that can be limited to buildings. 
That's why people go in, they're all holier than thou. But when they come out, guess what? They're back to their normal life because that's what the enemy wants you to do. And even they created corporations on top of religious organizations. Just go look at your most predominant, uh, what we call churches in the communities. Go look at their incorporation dates. Verse nine. Don't you really think. Do you really think you can steal murder, commit adultery, lie and burn incense to Baal and all those other new gods of yours and then come here and stand before me in my temple and chant? We are safe. Only to go right back to doing to all those evils again. Don't you yourselves admit that this temple, which bears my name, has become a den of thieves? Surely I see all the evil going on there. I, the Lord, have spoken just this past weekend. I was attending an event and it was a beautiful event. Over the time that we were there, the speakers, multiple of them, referred to the vendors that were going on in the back. When they did an altar call, now some of y'all that, that may be in the South, you may know what an altar call is. This is where they call you to come up and, and, and to, to give. Now the lady said she had a prophecy that she saw seven people in the, in the room would give $1,000. Now, I don't know what took place on Zale or any of the other modalities of being able to give. But no one stepped forward when she said that. Then she said, okay, well, let me go to the hundreds. I was like, oh my, well, what happened to that prophecy? Go back and listen to some of the other previous episodes where we went through and talked a little bit about what is called a uh, person, or let's say a living, breathing man who claims to be a so-called prophet, right? Uh, And their words don't come true. Just go read there a little bit of what takes place when those things happen. Verse 12. Go now to the place of Shiloh, where I once put the tabernacle that bore my name. See what I did there because of all the wickedness of my people, the Israelites. While you were doing these wicked things, says the Lord, I spoke to you about it repeatedly, but you would not listen. I called out to you, but you refused to answer. So just as I destroyed Shiloh, I will now destroy this temple that bears my name, this temple that you trust in for help, this place that I gave to you and your ancestors. And I will send you out of my sight into exile, just as I did your relatives, the people of Israel. Now, understand why this is taking place. It is because of the deeds and the things that are going on in the land that these things take place. And see, in understanding that, when you understand why, if if you can understand the why, you can start the process of being able to understand what you don't need to do. Because there's things that as living, breathing men and women standing on the land that we need to do. And there's certain things that probably not for us that the world does quite often. Such as having a master over us. Israel begged for a king. If you go read uh, the scriptures from from Samuel, the book of Samuel, Samuel said, hey, in other words, I I fear 
that you would commit an evil deed in doing this thing and asking for a king and abandoning the good Lord, your provider, your healer. So they wanted a king though. And guess what God, God gave them the king. He gave them what they wanted. He allowed this people who was rejecting him to have a king over them. Well, today, who governs your affairs? Now, surely it was the Pharisees and the scribes of the one they call Christ, Yeshua, who had him set up and murdered. He went into the temple to start teaching. And he talked about who the scripture refers to as the Pharisees. He talked about the laws that were created, about the laws. He even talked about the Sabbath law, talked about what does it permit? And he started teaching them what was the true law, but they couldn't take it because guess what? They were the ones who were creating the laws to enslave the people. See, the law enslaved people. It kept the people underneath them as the lawmakers and not underneath their creator. It placed them underneath the creation and took away their rights that were given to them by their creator. You have a right just as I do, to travel freely in the land. But what did they create? They created a travel association. They created all these different things. They made you a driver, taking you out of the status of being a living, breathing man on the land. Because therefore, they could control you. They could wave and dangle this little thing called a carrot across you and control you. And so even Christ came to set the record straight that you are not underneath the law. You are underneath your creator, which means that you can accomplish all things through him who strengthens us. Come on now, you got to understand these things. These are the times that you understand who the scribes are, tax collectors. Come on now, he talks about Matthew being, I think it was Matthew that was the tax collector. Uh, and so he talks about you know the tax collectors. Well, who's collecting taxes on you today? You know, ironically, the nation was founded on the principles of freedom, justice, equality for all. Certain unalienable rights, according to the Declaration of Independence. That all men are created equal. We know this to be true according to the scripture. So where do we deviate? Where do we go wrong? Thomas Jefferson said it correctly when he said that I tremble with fear for my country. When I reflect that God is just and that his justice would not sleep forever. Whilst at the same time, owning slaves. So I want you to understand this system that has you enslaved is getting ready to crumble. And yes, there may be some of us that they will try to target. That they will try to come after. But you have to realize. That the scripture is not a lie, it's not a myth. God is not man that he would lie to us. If he says that you are going to be the head and not the tail, then you have to reclaim your position. So I wanted to bring you a little pause really quick in this episode. We're going to come back. We've got part three that we're going to do of this particular episode. You don't want to miss what's there. If you want to go ahead and read ahead, I highly encourage you to continue. But please come back, tune in, and listen to a little bit of the modern day application. Now, my prayer is this, that you would hear the word, 
And not only that you would hear the word, that you would receive what was just read in your ear, that you would see the light that is at the gate, that a light would shine upon you, bringing you clarity in the message that was just delivered to you. Again, I'm your host, Nakia, and I wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode here on an overstanding word. I did want to take this opportunity as well to share a quick update regarding some of the blessings that have been coming through your prayers. It is through the support that people like yourself have been doing for our mission and the prayers that you've been offering that have allowed for us to receive an abundance of blessings. Our prayer was that men and women would see the mission that we're doing, would understand that we're here to help out the people that are living on the streets. We call them now our special guests. Because what you call a thing is what a thing will become. So if we are the head and not the tail, if we are the lender and not the borrower, we, it is incumbent upon us to help out one another. And that is what we're doing through this mission. We've been abundantly blessed with the gifts of many things, such as a huge box. I mean, it was huge box of clothing. Let me locate it for you really quick and see if I can post it on the screen here. I want you to see just the enormity and veracity of this box. So take a look here at this box. This is all women's. If you'll notice the word women's there, all women's clothes filled up to the top there. You can see some of the uh, items sticking out the top there. Filled up to the top that was given to us, all brand new with tags on it, given to us to help support the mission that we're on. So I want you to understand that we're in a period and a time of abundant blessings. We ask that you continue to share this mission with us. The mission that we have embarked on, we ask that you continue to share that mission for us. I've posted a link there in the description for the Go, GoFundMe link. Um, I've also posted a link to where you can see the updates as well. So if you just click there, you'll be able to see a lot of the updates that will that will have taken place. There have been two brothers and sisters that have been transitioned off of the streets. So our dear brother and sister, they're uh, a couple, so husband and wife, they were transitioned off of the streets. They were ready. They said, yes, I'm going to come off the streets. Just this past week when we went on Wednesday, I got news that one of our dear friends that he had finally seeked help and that he was clean, that he was looking good, shaped up, that he didn't want to drink anything and he didn't smoke any cigarettes. That You don't know how much that makes this mission worth it. If, just, if we just get one and we, we seek your help, we seek you to help us out with this journey and this mission that we're on to what we call in the zone. They called it, they dubbed it the zone. Our goal is to end the zone. So we hope that you would at least tune in, provide if, if, if anything, just prayer. This is what came, this, this, this photo. I want to show it one more time. This photo is what came just from prayer. Uh, this is true knowledge that our creator exists and that he, he is funding this mission. This is the prayer that we had. We had this prayer that 
the necessary resources that would come along and that we would have men and women to join alongside us in this mission. And we thank you for your help and your support because it is your help and support that has allowed for us. So continue your prayers. Also, if you want to support us with, you know, any of the donations that you have to give, we're more than welcome to receive those. We're not a corporation. We're not an organization. We are men and women, grassroots, boots on the ground, helping to change one soul at a time. If we can just reach one to show them that their creator exists. I was speaking with a sister this weekend, just speaking words of affirmation. I said, sister, when you are ready to get yourself out of these conditions that you're in, You'll make that choice. I know you have it in you. You're walking full of power and authority right now. And do you know it touched her so deeply that she was moved to tears? And she knew it. She knew that, hey, at any given time, someone else believes in me. I just have to simply believe in myself. So I hope that you believe in our mission. I hope that you know that we're doing the works of our creator, that this is proof that the prayers that you all have for this mission that we're doing and your donations and the giving that you do is helping the living, breathing men and women that are downtown on the streets of Phoenix, less than a block from the state capitol where they make all the laws. So again, we hope that you share this message. We hope that this message brought you light of understanding and a word of truth. Until next time, thank you for listening. Peace.